It's a giant guitar! It's here! It's here! We're under attack! We saw Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Let's dance tonight so you know what that means. Now it's time for... Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear, and boy, oh boy, sometimes I think I'm jaded that I've seen every type of bad film, and then... I get surprised, and this is one of those movies, Voyage of the Rock Aliens, colon, Let's Dance Tonight. We have a lot to say about this movie. I, I can't wait. I, I can't know wait. I there was a subtitle. I didn't Sorry, either. I'm just in. learning that now. the first time I'm yeah. hearing I'm Let's just Dance learning Tonight. That. And I, yeah. it's only because you've said it twice that I realize it's a part yeah. of the title. Oh, it is a part of the title. And those are my two co-hosts. Please welcome Jason Manzoukas and June Diane Raphael. Wow. I mean, wow. Let me be clear. (laughs) Let me be clear. We have been doing this podcast now for, is it 12 years? Coming up on 12 years or is it coming up on 11 years? Over a decade, over a decade. Maybe it's coming up on 11 years. Anyway, I have never heard of this movie. Nope. No. This wasn't on my rate. This is from the era in which I was renting movies. I was not aware of this movie. And I'm here to say to both of you, this is... One of the best movies we've ever done. Whoa, that's a big statement, Jason. This is, this movie, I was laughing so, I loved this movie full stop. I rewound, I rewound this movie multiple times and June caught me this morning playing the soundtrack on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, wow. I am in. Oh, it's great. The songs are great. This, the movie is once what, there's something actually quite freeing about there not being a plot, really. Mm -hmm. So that I can't really, as hard as you look sometimes, you can't, you can't really really get a grip on either a story. A, 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 a story or there isn't because the, the movie is mostly songs and music video style stuff. Yeah. <laughs> ish. And ish. I mean, it's ish. Well, OK, so you're I, right. Because As soon as I'm like, as soon as I was like, oh, OK, it's a story about aliens like searching for rock and roll and this music. Yep. Then it's like, no, no, oh, oh, no, 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 no. This is a story about two escaped psychopaths who are yep. murdering. Oh, so good. People in this town, like there were so many, but Jason, I am with you. Everything, everything was working. really enjoyed it. And actually I think there were, and I know we'll get into it. There were certain things in this movie that were absolutely elevated, transcendent, interesting, and like unexpected. Okay. When the movie starts with the Jermaine Jackson, Pia Zadora planet, not Earth. It's a different planet's song. Yeah. That, I was like, I would happily live in that, that world. Move. Yeah. In the, well, if they'd gone to that world, I would have been into it. The Mad Max, like, world. Yes. Like, Mad Max and New Wave existing in a world together. Now, here's what I'll say. Just because <laughs> it's probably going to be very hard for you to understand what we're talking about. It is a movie in which multiple times I rewound because I was like, oh, I must have missed some connective tissue nope. to get to this next you scene. Didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. didn't. It just really jumps. And I guess if we want to just 
lay down the foundation. It is Go about right a, ahead. Yeah, yes. It is about it's a group worst. of aliens who are looking for rock music that travel in a spaceship in the shape of a guitar, and they're trying to find rock music. That is, they are that dressed is, yeah. and look like new wave, like Devo style, like a Devo ripoff band. Yeah, they and they, they, they are. That's what they. Well, they okay, but, but yeah. just to stop there for a second. Mm-hmm. At that premise, at that movie that you're describing, like I never understood why they wanted to find rock music. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. Either. Like what? What? Because they are actually end up being a band themselves. So Agreed. it's not like, oh, we don't know how to do this or we it's want. It's not like we are discovering music. No, it's, no. Not like, it's not like, oh, my God, They're we're aliens. And then we once heard this thing over the traffic waves and, we, yeah. you know, through light years, we heard this sound and we can't get enough of it. Actually, like, no, they they do it and better. Well, here's the other thing about them. They are searching the universe for music. And that's how we get this amazing opening with Piazzadora and Jermaine Jackson. Oh now, I will God. say, just so you understand that uh, as we talk about this later on, that Piazzadora is not the same Piazzadora that's in on the Earth. rest of the film. Yes. Right. So Piazzadora plays sure two. I wasn't either. I was like, uh, I, yeah. I was confused and I kept expecting, frankly, Jermaine Jackson to show up in Me on too. The Earth. She did, did not. She also did not. because their duet was incredible. I, <laughs> their, I honestly their duet, like, I want to play the music right now. I want to play it right now danced so to bad. it this morning. Like let's, I came into his office and I heard him playing it and we straight up like danced to the music. Let's it, hear a good. little bit. Let's hear a little bit of When the Rain Begins to Fall. That's my favorite song. Here's what I'll say about that song. It's a banger. It's yes. great. But... This the way that they sing it is fantastic, but the on-screen chemistry between Jermaine and Piazzadora is not there. Like it is, they don't look like it's supposed to. I think have an evocative nature of like almost like the end of Greece with like Sandy yes. and and have well, that see, like kind I of think back. That's and, what they're doing in the Earth version is very much a riff on Greece. You know, yeah. with the with the diner and Frankie is kind of Danny Zuko. And, you know, like there's a whole kind of like the Earth stuff is Greece. But this duet between her and Jermaine Jackson was the it it starts the movie and it starts the movie strong. Yeah. Even oh. actually, I would say the song that opened like when the movie opens over credits, it's just already immediately great. Oh, um, it is. It's like a straight up. It's as if you made um, like a kid saw Alien and was like, oh, I want to shoot this in my garage. Like, yeah. like, like, like it is a sta- like it's this weird, very clunky, like yeah. forbidden planet kind of <laughs> robot. This m- so just for slowly me, go- <laughs> for me, where I realized like this is going to be a really wonderful motion picture was when. Was when the that alien robot that Paul's describing took out to call up the crew who'd been asleep for like thousands of years. Oh. Took out a bunch of I action this. figures who were each in two. Opens up a refrigerator. 
a refrigerator that looks like it has that looks like it has leftovers in it. Like it is yes. a dirty it looks old like refrigerator, a, full, a regular full refrigerator. But the entire crew is inside of it. So who's using the refrigerator? Well, I guess maybe oh, when they question. are when they're rehydrated. The I mean, these. Well, I, they clearly they put the robot maybe put them in the fridge so they didn't expoil. But I'll tell you this much: this crew is bizarre because at one point they print out a paper version of a of <laughs> of one of the members who blew up, uh, and they pump them up. I don't know what. I don't even know. Are they yes. just like balloons? Okay, are they balloons? When when the guy when the the guy first of all. We should check the 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 Best Buy date on these guys because I think they might have spoiled a little bit in the fridge because they are weird times a million. Yes, yes. The plot is tricky to describe. I, I would say the only true description of the plot happens by that robot that we're just talking about. Take a listen. Remember, observing physical properties and locating an intelligent life form are what we all came for. Am I making myself clear? It is mandatory that this exploratory mission of interplanetary observation be accomplished without interfering or obtrusively interfacing with the inhabitants of this planet. What'd he say? And one of the guys, like the lead guy, who I think is meant to be like the hunk of the new wave alien. Well, then they shouldn't have given him that haircut. I agree. Uh, they shouldn't have given him that haircut. They I was like, given I him... want him to be a hunk. I love that. They should have given him instead And honestly, that's the... my only note. Yep, they that's should have him like the hunky um, karate kid bad guy hairdo. <laughs> yeah. um, well, he uh, he is a he is ABCD. That's his name, Tom Nolan. Uh, which oh, don't like, you I, mean Absid? Oh, yeah. is it Absid? Okay, because I thought ABCD. Absid, I thought yes. that was his name. Okay, Absid. Okay, so okay, so oh, that's how they pronounce well, that's it. That's what Pia. That's what Pia <laughs> says. Oh, she assumes. Oh. She oh, is, my, oh god. my god, Paul, get it together, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> <laughs> she reads. So Pia when she meets them on planet oh. Earth, they have on their they have Uniform. on their little suits like ABCD, EFG, HI. Like they all have letters. And so she, it's actually not her. It's the other woman who's the mechanic. Oh, who's the mechanic? I, I could talk about her for about <laughs> Holy shit. five the, hours. Wait, the, the journey that she goes on from, from like hanging out with Pia Zadora to the majority of the second half of the movie, just helping the murderer fix his chainsaw in a static shot with no, tools she brought to the cotillion what I, that was or whatever. The that was amazing. <laughs> It was amazing. It was, I was like, this it was is a incredible. choice. Because I, I was actually watching that sequence, and I'm sorry that we're jumping all around, but it we're doesn't matter. It, doesn't make it, make it, it really doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. When the movie turned into a horror film, and but actually shot pretty well. Like when she was running away from him, and he was in behind her in the shadows with a chainsaw. I was like, oh fuck! And then to have it turn around and have her like reassemble his chainsaw it was such a and she's kind of giving him shit like wonderful she, choice oh, well she's, she's been like, having a hard the last time, time you clean this like what and he's like uh never like she's shaming yeah, him and the, the status out the wrong tools. the status immediately shifts in the scene to where she's high status and he's low status but also another layer of what's happening jason is that she is Fixing his yes. weapon, which she knows is go- like we all know is probably going to kill her. So it's the craziest. It's and I the, like it. I love the it. final scene arcs with him putting down his chainsaw and they go off into the sunset. Now, just so you know, this man that we were talking about 
if you've ever seen like the cover box for The Hills Have Eyes, he is yeah. the bad guy from The Hills Have oh. Eyes, like a uh, notoriously yes. interesting looking man, like scary bald actor, man, uh, interesting eyes, yeah. like yeah, um, and. So he, when we first meet him and the other psychopath who they're, he's wearing a straitjacket the entire movie uh, because they've escaped from a mental institution. Like they don't speak until this one moment where this girl who's kind of a tough girl who can't really find a good guy and seems to be like, oh, just irritated by everyone and everything. Like she softens with this complete uh you know psychopath who's like uh, they break out of a hospital for the criminally insane and they go (laughs) to a gun store and buy all of like multiple carriages full of guns it's also just fucking funny there's jokes that are working all the time i was shocked i want to talk about my favorite and i hate you know how i feel about singing in movies but i this movie is better than annette (laughs) Well, this movie uh, uh, right here <laughs> is better than Annette. I'm By the way, saying it. I would put them on the same level as being as experimental. Like this movie is like, as experimental Annette as wishes Annette. it was as uh, the, Annette the, 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 could never. Annette wishes Annette that it was as organic never. as this movie. That it felt as organic. Uh, well, just so, is so you know, I, I not because I don't want to. I don't want to reveal too much, but I'll say that this movie was written as a send up of B movies. And someone read it and they said, you know what? This doesn't work. We need to make it a musical. And then they just shot in the musical numbers. So this was a conceived script without any music. Then they're like, we're going to make it a musical. And then when it had bad test screenings, they're like, shit, we need to put more music in this. So they put that. Piazzadora, Jermaine Jackson song at the top because it was supposed to just be the end sequence. So this movie is... Of so, just so like these out creatures. So, so initially, initially it was a movie movie, yes. a, a non-musical movie. Then they added music and then they kept only the music and got rid of the plot because there is zero plot in this movie, really, genuinely. Like, I mean, except that there's aliens. There's kind of a battle of the bands. I just want to give like shouts to Ruth Gordon as the sheriff. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Who this is, is yeah. we, I doing this incredible sequ- no, no, work? No, 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 no. She is. <laughs> Ruth she Gordon. Ruth Gordon from all. Harold and Maude. Uh, she and, deserves yeah. it all. She's the greatest. Okay, the scene, the scene where, which is such an unnecessary scene, where she's um in her sheriff's office. And there's a dead body. (laughs) And she says, she picks up the guy's wallet and she's like, this is the hardest part. The way she delivers this whole sequence is the (laughs) hardest part of the work that I do. And then (laughs) calls that widow. I was I was laughing hysterically. She calls and she says, "Is, is this, this the, the widow, widow of um, John? What's his face? John, what's his name?" And the person, the person, you could tell, says, "Like, no, I'm not, I'm a, not widow. a widow. I'm not a widow." And she says, "Well, you are now. You He's are dead." Now. Click. By the way, I understand it shouldn't be that. She clearly doesn't do it. She doesn't know enough to, to even lead with the right question. But she, oh. how did she fall out of her perch in the beginning? Because she catches the alien ship on a telescope, a very high-powered telescope, because she's oh, seeing people inside yeah, the phone booth. Yeah, because she's creeping out. She's, like, looking at people right through their windows yeah. and stuff. I thought Ooh. she was looking. Well, first I thought she was a man. So it took okay. me a second to even recognize who she was. I, she was looking at um, 
a guy like undressing, yeah. right? Yeah. So she's a peeping Tom she sheriff. Peeping, yes. She has so many layers. Holy shit. <laughs> she is so, fu- everybody in this movie is just, I don't know what they're doing. They're just crushing. This movie I know, has like, no Frankie, business I, everybody working. Everybody was great. It has no business working, especially for just the fact that it's no story and wall-to-wall songs. And the songs also don't tell a story. No. No. And the songs are, like, if you were to break down the lyrics of the song, they are legit bad. They are bad lyrics that are fantastic. Yeah, they're, like, here, I have have pulled up some lyrics here. I mean, Nature of the Beast, I really want to get into. Um, But uh, it is, here, here's some of the lyrics. Bangs. Women's bangs are a character in this movie. Like, June, I feel like, I feel like you could talk about the hairstyles in this movie forever. It was, this movie is so aggro 80s both in the sense of like embracing all of the new wave kind of uh, rockabilly stuff that was also popular at the time. Well, is it um, new wave also, versus rockabilly? Because it's like, like well, the, it was the also guys- versus like um, like the greasers. Like there was also like the fifties nostalgia too, which yeah. was going on. You know, I didn't know that was a thing. So that was a thing in the eighties, the fifties nostalgia. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that was new for me. I didn't understand that. It was very hard to pinpoint anything in this film because in the beginning of the film when they are looking for music in the universe they find it three different times like one is like a ballroom dance like ew boring all right and uh, great and then they find that mad max world that well, there, then du- there's one that's just like muppets right Isn't muppets, there one right that's yes just like muppets or something something bizarre and yeah. then they find that jermaine jackson world and there's no music there. I'm like, ooh, this is good. But it's basically like the precursor to a song. <laughs> like, they, like, they're looking for music, and that's the only world that doesn't have music. And they're like, we like that music. Before Wait, it even what? starts. They are on that TV screen looking for right, music right. in the Aren't world. Are they right? watching that music, though? Because they're trying to figure out if that's rock music, and they decide no? Well, but the first one, they're like, that's not rock music. The oh, second yeah, one, yeah, that's yeah. not rock music. But then they watch... Oh, they watch I mean, all of the 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 duet. Well, there's between, like about yeah, a yeah. 40, 40 second not music. It's just like it's just oh, Jermaine it's Jackson, just, like yeah, hanging like out the gangs, with like rival gangs and uh, motorcycles. Yes. But there's no music there. Oh and they're my like, God. Let's keep this on. Like the they don't even like in jump white, in. <laughs> in all white dress and white motorcycles. I mean, like this. And then Piazzadora running through like what looked like an Italian village. Just to get to Jermaine Jackson oh, so that yeah. they can sing. I mean, like, Jermaine I'm not Jackson, kidding. that whoever, was incredible. That whoever, opening. whoever, I mean, clearly Jermaine Jackson was in Italy and, like, we need to shoot this part in Italy. <laughs> the rest of the movie, like, I don't know where they shot it. But there is also, I want to talk to whoever uh, scored the movie because someone definitely put up the volume level on Jermaine's snaps because his snaps are louder than oh, any instrumentation funny. or any song. It's just like, like so incredibly aggressively loud over the music. I was laughing. They also so- like, it's also like two gangs are in a fight. It's almost, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be a, like a Romeo and Juliet. It riff. feels like, like warriors. They're from different, yeah. They're from different, they're, they're, they fall in love, but they're from different gangs or whatever. But the, when they fight, when they actually get to fight, all anybody knows how to do is front kicks. It's like the gentlest <laughs> fight ever. It's so, there's like, everything feels like, um, 
Every fight feels like it's dance choreography instead of fight choreography. Well, it feels like a music video and Gymkata mixed. Yes. It's yeah. like, it's weird. And that's what this movie is like. I, I always say people go like, what's your favorite movie you've done on the show? I'm like, oh, it's tricky because I think The Room is like the ultimate one. But then I'm now I've been saying like, oh, I think Miami Connection. I was going to say one, Miami Connection felt, this felt like my, the discovery of Miami Connection. I agree 1000%. And, but it's like this you can tell, like, there are moments of this movie that feel like uh, a corporate retreat v- business video. Like, they're like, all right, we're <laughs> all going on a retreat and we're going to learn how to share. And we're also going to do a TikTok together. Like, that, like, level yeah. of, like, there's, like, some sort of, like, it, there's about some. when they're le- all singing at the beach and then Frankie comes up and they're like, it's Frankie. And then Frankie goes, I decide who sings with the band around here. <laughs> I was like, oh, who's this guy? Frankie's some sort of, like, like, music bully. Who yes. like decide he gets I was like, well, he's also kind this of a gang member. Awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. I loved Frankie. I thought see, I thought he was great. He was. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes. That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I also, like, we're forgetting that there's another story. There's the aliens looking for rock. There's, you know, the um, escaped... The escaped convicts? convicts? Yeah, psychopaths. There's Ruth Gordon and her... um, There's that. Her deputy. And then there's also, like the toxicity of the land and what's happening oh my with gosh, right. like oh, yes. a, a like chemical I don't, they are, octopus. They're yes. like on Lake Erie. They're on Lake Erie There's and Lake Erie sort, yeah. is, is like, it's like, do not hang out. And this is why I'm saying like, I don't even There's understand what planet this is. Lovecraftian uh, 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 tentacle monster that lives in the water. They're doing like a like a uh, like <laughs> oh an Annette Funicello back at the beach yes. kind of energy, but on the beach when you put a surfboard in the water, it disintegrates. Yeah, and you see a tentacle, and it's like, and this water, they are in a nuclear. There is something going on that they don't really address, although Spielberg. it comes into. <sighs> It, was it Spielberg or Spielberg? No, it's Spielberg. It is Spielberg, isn't it? Is okay. it? Well, Spielberg it is, is the Spielberg. guy. Well, oh, well, what Spielberg is it? Spielberg is the town. I thought Spielberg was the guy. Because no, the town is called, I think, Spielberg. Or is it oh. Spielberg? Well, I thought it was Lake Erie. I think it may be Spielberg because... Oh man, this is interesting. Here, I have a clip. I have a clip where they... <laughs> Molly to, said it's Spielberg. Yeah. The town is Spielberg. <laughs> The town Spiel. is Spielberg. Like, oh, Spiel. like okay. director, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> That's what I said. Spiel. Oh, not like the director. No, like the it's director. Spe- okay. <laughs> it's, well, it's a homonym. It's spelled differently, but it sounds the same. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that. and by the way, that was like 
So, so here's the thing that I didn't understand about that. But again, I was fascinated. I couldn't take my eyes off of what was happening with that sort of like Beach Boys energy over this toxic wasteland. Um, but that tentacle, the first time we see it is the first time we're in Spielberg. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So does on no one else see it at that point? No, they and the guy he notices his his surfboard disintegrate. Like everybody seems to know. I well, think. there's enough warnings on that sign. The the beach yes. sign basically is like no loitering, no sitting, no having fun. It was like a lot. You know, the sign went on. Like they clearly are these kids are like but we don't did you care. Guys, did anybody ever address? Like the horrors that are going on outside, like no. like the the monster in the in the lake, or well, did the- Pia Zadora has a, a monologue which I thought she delivered beautifully to. I like her. The I, I liked her a lot to the head alien uh, oh, hunk, yeah. hunk uh, quote unquote. But yeah. she says that at one Absid? point they did Absid. <laughs> yes, Absid. What they did try Scott to Absid? like yeah, take care of the you know. The, the toxic water and all this stuff that's what was happening. But then um, a chemical plant opened or something. But it just seems like this is the way of life. This movie is a better, better addresses climate change than don't look up. <laughs> this movie really, I mean, the metaphor here is very clear. And I honestly, you know, I walk away and I go, the climate change is a problem. I mean, this is it. The, uh, it's affecting our kids. It's affecting our kids. And you know it what? Is, when are we going to she... realize when this tentacle comes into our schools? Is that when we're going to finally okay, open I, our eyes? I want to talk about the tentacle. Because the tentacle is a big part of the end of the movie. Where Which is not a threat throughout any of the rest of the movie. It's like, oh, introducing, it's like introducing King Kong or Godzilla in the last three minutes now, here's of, what the, of the Yes, here's what the tentacle reminded me of. Because so, so a lot of things are being resolved at the same time. Like the, you know, the chainsaw murderer is now falling in love with the greaser girl. And Piazador is back with Frankie and... Frankie's going to include oh, her in the band. Yeah, ahead, like yeah. all, we're, we're resolving so much, but then uh oh, they put the panther back in the locker. But then, <laughs> oh that, my this god, crazy, <laughs> oh my god, this well, crazy I could, what? Out. <laughs> Wait, Frankie's, hold on, I'll, I'll, let you, oh I'll come back to panther. Sorry. <laughs> Frank, I, is that I a panther or a cougar or whatever? <laughs> when he when he puts a big cat, a, a jungle cat, into his school locker and closes the door, I was like, this movie has everything. It really so, but, does. So yeah. then, but but when um, just when we think like things are going to be okay, turns out that Heidi High is being attacked by this jo- now really big yeah. octopus creature. T- but yeah. n- not even octopus, June. Tentacle, just tentacle. Like it we is, never it is see Lovecraftian. Yeah, it never, is, yeah yes. you don't see a face. You, you don't ever see a face. But like, I'm watching this tentacle, and they couldn't even. It has no um, how to describe it. It's like it, you have it to fall like, into it. Yes, it looks like like one of my pregnancy pillows that I used to use that were just like that are soft, and if they hit you, they yeah. would never attach or wrap around you. There would be no way. They oh could God. hold you down. Everyone falls into the tentacle and then <laughs> yes. is not held by it, but it, it's almost as if there is a uh, a gravitational pull that, like, they because the tentacle is not uh, not even opening and closing like a uh, like a small grip. It's it's just like it it kind of comes like a cane at like Showtime at the Apollo. Like we're gonna pull you off the stage. It's like that yeah, kind of level. Yeah, everybody, it's like, yes. you can tell everybody's di- being directed. Like to pretend once it touches you, act as though you're stuck to it now. <laughs> Yes, yes, you know? so 
crazy because it's also so slow. Yes. It's like there's no world in which you couldn't get out of this tentacle hole. Holy shit. No. I you mean, just simply, even... honestly, walk away. And what does the tentacle do? Because there's no mouth and it doesn't seem to be constricting you. So, like, what's the end game of the tentacle? Just, just to, like, kind of hug you? you? Yeah. Touch you? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just wants to be part of the gang, I think. And when they decide to kill it or when it's defeated... It's defeated. Like, this thing is giant. It's over Heidi High. Yeah. It has multiple. An entire school. An entire school. And our guy from the hills has eyes, who has now had his chainsaw fixed and found love, uh, slices off a piece that seems to be two, like three six, inches. Like six inches long. I was yeah. going to say like very small. Very small. Very small. It would be like cutting off like one knuckle of your pinky. Uh, yeah, I was or like, like, I was like, when you, I was going to say, like, after you've peeled a carrot or before, like just cutting off the perfect. Yes. Just a little root. like, yeah. especially in contrast to how big it is. Yeah. That is what defeats it. But when he does that, what happens is bubbles come out. Yeah. Like a fucking bubble, like a bubble maker <laughs> like water a bubble gun. bubble blower just is like blowing bubbles out of it. And everybody's like, that's the thing is insane happen. Things happen throughout this movie, like in the malt shop when the uh, when Absid, the head of the alien guys, sees Pia Zadora for the first time, smoke comes out of his neck and his body <laughs> literally explodes. He explodes and he explodes in he such explodes a way. on two people. His arm is like on some woman's arm, head. His head. And by the and way, the everybody head... in the malt shop is like, cool. And by the way, that head, <laughs> when they are traveling around with his head, which is not a replica of his face, it is a dumb, it is a mannequin head. And yep. by the way, I know that these are not like, we're not like attacking it. It's just brilliant. Uh, and I think maybe that's why he had to have that haircut because it, ma- it matched the wig on the mannequin. They're Fuck, running around dude. with this head around oh town and they have to get back to their phone booth, which clearly Bill and Ted stole, uh, and to go back to their <laughs> ship to then put all of the pieces <laughs> in like a compactor that like then prints out of like a, a fruit roll up of him or in different pieces and then they put the fruit roll up in another machine that then prints out another like a color form of him and then they just pump 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 him up i mean yeah. that's it and then he's pump, pump. Then back. He's back, back then he's back in action you know they're ready to go back down so he can so they can do battle of the bands so See, i mean like blow everything up occasionally i mean is that like everything was like every are they robots? what would happen is there would be like a song would happen every, I was, I'm going to say every three minutes, a new song would start, regardless of what had happened in between. Like, it, it didn't matter. A new song, like the song Justine, I don't know why that's there. I, I didn't don't know, know who, who that person was. I don't was. know who Justine was. I don't yeah. think she was, I don't think she was a character in the movie, but well, she's in that, she's there for that here, song. Can I read some lyrics? I forgot about Please. Justine. Justine, 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 Justine. You don't treat me right, Justine, Justine, Justine. You don't treat me right. You'd like to ball in the morning, stay out late at night. Go into the barbershop, gonna have him do me up. Gotta clean up for my little buttercup. Justine, Justine, Justine. <laughs> yeah. Mama's, papa's, sister's, brother's, uncle's, crazy child. Woohoo! Justine, Justine, Justine. <laughs> like, I mean, this is the lyrics of this movie. This is like, there's the majority of the song is just Justine. It's incredible. And that's the level that the movie is at. Like, most of the songs are just repeated words or phrases over new wave, over terrific new wave music. Yeah. That's life. That's life. That's life. That's life. Oh, my God. Finding an illusion, preserve the confusion always. Craving control, searching for something to say, ignoring what matters for things that don't matter at all. That's life. That's life. That's life. 
Holy shit. Now I found my little bit of heaven. Holy shit. Oh, wait a second. The song in the bathroom where they're singing and it oh. starts with underpants around ankles. All, yeah, it's, okay, it's, a, it's a tracking, everyone's shitting and a tracking shot uh, over the feet at the bottom of all of the stalls in the girls room at Heidi High. Um, panties around every set of ankles except for one. Um, mm. Somebody not wearing panties. Did anybody notice the graffiti in the bathroom? No. There were two things, that two spray-painted graffiti on the wall. One said, Mustangs rule, comma, okay, question mark. (laughs) 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 Mustangs rule, okay. And then the other one was, it ain't my job. Oh my just, god! That was spray painted it. on the wall of the I girls' love room. Sorry. It. Oh my! Like there, there are I so many. It. it look. By the way, I also wanted to ask you what you thought. There's clearly a scene in this movie that they shot at a local county fair where they're like on like a, a circular ride, and then it also cuts to them <gasps> playing like a video game, like an old school like uh, asteroids. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, but they, but I think what it was, was revealed that? that they weren't at. A fa- it wasn't like that wasn't part of like the thing I think that was just like part of their ship I think they were trying to get production oh, yeah, value to right. be like oh this old Atari game is actually our ship controls I mean by the way their ship controls are a recording studio like they are straight up reel to reel and volume knobs that's how they I mean it's awesome it's so it's Star Trek in a recording studio like that's what their bridge is oh my god There's it's so, so interesting because I know usually I have a hard time remembering all these movies but I am I'm genuinely like when you're describing that roller coaster scene or whatever that that attraction was I it sounds of course I remember it now but because the movie goes to places you could never expect you could never anticipate you could never come up with it's really hard for me to like I'm experiencing it anew right now because like I completely forgot about Justine but of course I did because it was so separate from the rest of the movie. It's like oh, we yeah. saw a million movies. You're well, saying that has no is, narrative. It's just yeah. images. Yeah, and, and you can't think to yourself, well, what happened after the scene where they revealed blah, 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 because That's it's just work. a fever dream yeah. of, of of song segues. It's, it's, yeah, this you got to let felt, go and let God. Yeah, this movie I mean, felt f- more like watching MTV in the 80s than it did watching a movie. I mean, the you know fact I mean? that Jermaine Jackson and Piazzadora well, first of all, the fact that Jermaine Jackson never comes back is odd. And he's billed as like the first person in the film. But the fact that Piazzadora looks really no different uh, in both worlds and that she, I mean, I'm going to say that they didn't, that she's not the same person. Like, it's bizarre. That is also bizarre. Like, wait, you you don't even, you don't even go, oh, she looks like the girl in the video. I mean, we talked about with, with Gremlins at, uh, ad nauseum. Like, like, why isn't anyone going like, isn't that the same girl from the video? Or I guess they're just... I mean, there's only one, there's only three girls in the entire movie. Like, it's hard to not address the fact that we've already met this person on a different planet, but yet she's well, yeah, not that, the same person. That was needlessly confusing. Just to like have put a unicorn thing both, on her. Yeah. Like, her play both parts. I was, that confused me because I was like, oh, did she go from that planet to Earth? I, I didn't get that. But to this movie's. And to this movie's benefit, I didn't give a shit. I didn't oh, examine it no, at didn't, all. I, it didn't. It didn't fine. bother me. It didn't bump me. I was like, please don't. I can't. Like in my notes, I have. 
I don't know what's going on, but I'm loving. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know what. Well, like the, at the I, like, end, yeah. I have no. I wrote. I have no idea what is happening, and yet I'm riveted. <laughs> I mean, this. Can I just show you? Like, I want to like this, and this is like a, this is like a perfect example, a perfect example of like what we're talking about, like. Just, like, listen to this dialogue. Uh, you dumped us like yesterday's garbage. Yeah, well, yesterday's garbage can still kick up a stink. That's right. Yeah. Right on. He doesn't care about us. Yeah, and the garbage man ain't gonna stop here anymore, either. You're drinking your bath water. Yeah? Any garbage man tries to get his slimy hands on me is gonna get his friggin' teeth kicked. Yeah. Yeah. That garbage right. man's name just happens to be Frankie. Frankie. So, 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 so way weirdly, Frankie seems to run the band, right? Yes. But he's weirdly not the lead singer. This blonde guy is, I think. Right. Yes. Frankie, I think is, is putting it all together behind the scenes. But Frankie is not the, Frankie is the one who comes in. Frankie does sing his own songs. Yes. Like they are like solo songs. But or, Frankie's also the one that, and is, I'm sorry if I'm mixing up characters, who is shirtless wearing a leather jacket. Correct. And, but the jacket's a little bit too small for him. So you're <laughs> yeah. always seeing a little bit of belly. Like yeah. you're seeing midriff. Like I've never, <laughs> just seeing, <laughs> seeing midriff in a leather jacket, like that, it should just go down to meet the pants. It, like it was, it was uncomfortable for me to see his little belly button sticking out it, when he's trying to be cool. I can't express enough to you guys. I'm like scrubbing through the movie looking for stuff. And I'm like, it's the same four sets and it's the same characters. They're just singing different nonsense songs. And I'm even silently, I'm having, and then I just realized the song that is um, Now I've Found My Little Bit of Heaven is just the alien guy, Absid and Pia Zadora, singing in front of like a green screen that's just showing images of space. And then <laughs> oh my God, he's I basically like, that. he's like, we can be together as soon as I remove, as, as soon as you get an emotionectomy or whatever, what's it called? Right, it's like basically that. Like, yeah, like that. we're going to remove your emotions. And she goes, well, what about sex? And he's like, well, don't worry about it. And she's like, I'm out of here. No, no. He says, don't worry about it because we have sex any, like every day. And she's like, what? He's like, every Monday, every Tuesday. Well, I'll play it for you here. But what about love? There is no love on our planet. Nor hatred. You're kidding. No, the operation takes it away. But with all the emotion gone, how can we have, you know, sex? Ah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. On our planet, we have sex almost every night. Almost Monday, almost Tuesday. Maybe I don't have to have one if we're going just to visit. It wouldn't be just for a visit. No. No. You mean I'll never see Spielberg again? Heidi, hi. Frankie? That's correct. I felt like the aliens were then shown to be devoid of emotion and sexuality. And so that's why she goes running back to Frankie because... He's all about like jealousy and emotions and and they have like a sexual chemistry, blah, blah, blah. They're making out and et cetera. But that the aliens didn't have that. They were more like 
which kind of the exploding alien guy supports this, maybe kind of robots or I don't well, know what's I think going they on. Were robots or robot like? But because I was they also had to because they did invent have... a stimulator. They had to invent a female stimulator, which was weird. Wait, and then that went horribly wrong. But oh, yeah, I, yeah. But here's basically, it made everyone want to fuck him. Yes, <laughs> only men. Was... I forgot all about that, by the way. I know, yeah. but he he was already having sexual like reactions yes he wanted he wanted to be in love he's like you love me like he was looking for love he was there looking for rock but what he found was love that's the tagline Uh, but wait a second (laughs) but here's the weird thing though so he i this misunderstanding between the two of them like she i thought also really wanted to be yes with him maybe but more than that um in his band, and she yeah, she wants ends to be up going back to Frankie because he's also willing to you know because he sees her. her perform. Yes, he right. sees her perform at the Battle of the Band. There's that moment where he goes, "You can come back to my planet," and she's like, "Oh, great, and we can do marketing and have press, and we'll get we'll do shows." He's like, "Oh wait, don't you want to come back for me?" And she's like, "Oh yeah," but she's got her eye on the bigger prize. She's not she's, here for she's love. Career she's career oriented. Yeah. She's which career is great. Oriented. I mean, again, a beautiful sentiment in, a, in an '80s movie to show a strong, you know, <laughs> a woman. This is like pre-Frozen. Then we're getting, uh, we're getting a, de- you know, this is this is exciting. She's like, she's ready to let Earth go so she can go to some other planet to become a singing sensation. Well, that I guess was my question for her. It's like, well, to go to another planet to become a singing sensation, like. What is the what is that what is that world to you? Like what does that what does that mean to her exactly? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, nature of the beast, Frankie's well, solo song. Let, let, let's talk about this because Nature of the Beast <laughs> is something that I need to study <laughs> as it's a like this 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 movie should be studied like the Torah. <laughs> there should be like there should be like I, I will a say, rabbinic Jason, school. I do kind of want to watch it again, and yes. I don't know if yes. we do a follow up, but and maybe it's just a shorter version. But I would watch this again, like, or a longer version. Or, <laughs> but it did. If feel we did like this the, episode back to back, back the mini episode, back next week, <laughs> Voyage of the Rock Aliens, we're going back in because I do think understanding it and then going back in and going, all right, now I. Like I, I see the again. I want to watch the whole opening sequence again. Immediately. Yeah. I watched the whole opening sequence before we started. Oh, you did? Yeah, right, I w- wanted yeah. to, but I didn't have the time. So did you learn anything new? No, I didn't. I just wanted to watch, because I wanted to watch the Jermaine Jackson yeah. song again, because I, I couldn't remember. I, I Only later did I start writing down the names of the songs. So I wanted to go back and write that and get that one down. But... There is, it starts so strong. It's been, uh, here's what I'll say. It's been an incredibly long time, I feel like, since we watched a movie that I genuinely want to tell people to watch. And and, you know what I mean? Like, I want to proselytize for this movie because it's so good in the way in which we think movies are good. Well, this is like, this is, and my, like, and my issue with like a movie, like, and, uh, Velocipastor and stuff like that is like, it's trying so hard to be like this. And when you see Mm. this, you're like, that's my, oh, I love it. I, I, it is like, you're right. I just want everyone to watch it. I'm listening to the soundtrack because it is like, Organically, it is insane. Other yes. than than the main alien's haircut, is I did want the sheriff to have her own musical number. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Agree. She felt like she was but, heavily ADR'd, 
or yeah. they didn't have sound on the days when she was working. Like sometimes I she felt sped like Ruth up. Gordon was 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 near the end here. I felt like there there she she felt a little wobbly to me. But. I mean, but she did have a, a moment where she kisses this guy, and you feel like you you feel she gets all excited and they speed her up almost like she's in like an old like Benny Hill uh, like oh. uh, episode. Like it's. It is. What's happening? This. Okay, I love the scene where where she tells that woman, you know, her husband's dead. But why in? <laughs> well, I she starts off strong, like we need to fight these aliens. I mean, she's against the aliens. She wants from the to get-go. focus on that, and also has to like deal with all the murders that are happening in town. But yeah. but the guy who comes in, who's dead, um, he's holding a piece of fried chicken, and then his hand like moves to grab it under the uh under the blanket so what was going on there oh i don't remember that i don't remember this at all i remember didn't the i remember the deputy taking alive i remember the deputy taking the chicken and eating it but i don't remember the man's hand moving no that's interesting yeah that man was alive i'm gonna be honest I maybe took more notes for this movie than I've ever taken in my entire I, life. I'm going through and my notes. None and none of them make sense. Oh, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm like, notes, what does this mean? My notes aren't jogging memories because this movie was just insane. I mean, it, like, there are things, like I said, like, I played that Garbage Man clip. Like, they just say Garbage Man, like, ten times. Uh, like, oh, you know, it's they like, also it, it, turn the robot into a fire hydrant. Which we didn't talk about, oh, which is uh, absolutely insane. Uh, the the robot fire hydrant is a beautiful idea for. It's also like that will fit in, but it clearly is a cumbersome at every level. Um, Molly adds in here. Uh, she does that. He he was wiping grease off of his fingers. The dead. The person? corpse. The corpse. <laughs> <laughs> We also, I think, June, you got interrupted when you were talking about when the robot um, takes the crew out of the refrigerator and re reanimates them or whatever. They go through like an action figure set of tubes. Mm-hmm, like a hamster tubes. That is so funny to me. And it's just the movie is so visually satisfying. Um, that, and that's for, what I loved about it, Jason. Like that that moment, that's where I was like, I'm all in because it's such a sort of low budget choice yes. that is insane but also and inventive visual, uh, very inventive yes. very interesting i'm like I, I i loved it even the woman with the hairspray and all the stuff getting stuck on her and the arm getting stuck on her like all of that stuff i thought really <laughs> They really were. I mean, they clearly have no money and they try to make the most of it and they do it in the best ways. Like when that fucking tractor trailer pulls up on the beach, it's like, wait, now they have farm equipment? Like yeah. they, they just oh, get oh, a tractor no, like trailer. The, the, uh, no, the, st- the steamroller, uh, right? Yeah, the steamroller. Yeah. The, the, like, they, like, and they run over. Cons- don't they run over two guys and flatten them too? The, oh, doesn't I the may sheriff have missed that? Doesn't the sheriff run two people over with a no, steamroller and the, flatten them? No, I'm talking about the, oh, the guys. The the band arrive oh. on the beach like in like a a, a big <laughs> like a big like um a farm truck. Like they're okay. they're all performing on the farm oh truck. I'm God. like, what is this? And they also the way that they transport themselves. Like one comes out of the urinal. Like like oh they, yeah yeah yeah. They come out of bathroom stalls. They teleport into bathroom stalls, except one guy's stuck in the urinal. Um, I I wrote in the middle of the, in my notes, I have like, 
Um, you know, we were catching up at the crazies at the gun store. Crazies set up at the high school dance. And then I wrote, I don't know what to do. Every scene needs full discussion. I know, I know. <laughs> but there's choices. Okay, so the other choice I absolutely loved. And this movie, this director is patient because yeah. there is a sequence where one of the alien, because they're also, I think, coming Yes, to find rock music, but also go out and do these observations. And so one of those observations about Earth is this one alien going to a mental institution. He's trying to figure out how to get in. The way they shot him standing there at the wall with the chainsaw, like yeah. cutting out an outline. Of himself, right? Of, well, yeah. Just it was basically sort of like around his, him. It was around, around like a doorway him, around him. He falls back. I, yeah, I it's a cartoon so level. Hard. Yes, but it works. It there's does. a lot Everything of, works. Like, there's a lot of Looney Tunes level stuff in here that is really funny. Like, I will say, like, the band being, like, um, like the alien band. Sorry, I should be specific because there's two <laughs> Yes. Um, the alien band being aliens, they're perfectly cast as, like, they don't know what's going on. They're just innocents in the world, right? So even so, like they're when they're just wandering around, looking and watching, everything they're doing is, I think, very funny and very silly. Oh, um, the whole sequence where they get to their diner and are sitting at the table. Incredible. Yes. Even even a scene which could be like not cool, where they won't stop touching and smelling the hair of the mechanic I girl. Mean, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. So I was like, they will not stop smelling her hair. But what I think is so great about that is the way that she plays it. She's like, oh, like yeah. she, and that, yeah. that also like leads into like why she falls in love with this uh, <laughs> this criminally insane uh, man. Like she's like, oh, finally someone I can actually relate to. He's not like a super creep. He's outwardly more of a creep than them, but internally he's not. And that's what makes their love so real. And that's what I love about it. Holy shit. It's really fucking funny, man. Uh, I mean, he, uh, I want to like break it down in a way where we can just talk about the male persona. So at this one moment, Piazzadora's boyfriend on earth, um, Frankie, Frankie is, um, is upset. His girlfriend has run off with Absid and, (laughs) Uh, and now, what does he do? He goes to his locker, which is yeah four oh, times is larger than beast. a normal yeah. locker. Well, it's and, the, yeah, it is four lockers wide. So he opens up this locker, and first, my biggest laugh was just seeing the like almost a poster size image of Piazzadora. It in is his a locker. poster size it image. Is, yeah, it is like it's a shrine. It's a huge poster. It takes up the entire wall of his of his door wall of his locker which is four lockers w- wide also we've seen in this movie his picture on the bath on the on the wall of every female bathroom stall door yes. right yes yes and so they are undeniably the the King the Queen. the beautiful people of this hi- of Heidi Heidi High right was that yes. what it was Heidi mm-hmm. High <laughs> <laughs> the movie's I mean- amazing and, and and so then this song starts and this is the song Ugh. that like I was already in love with this movie, but this cemented it for me. This song about the male persona. We'll play a clip here. Take a listen. Thought my innocent face could hide my dark, elusive eyes. But now I think I know I'm committing an emotional homicide. This song is 
masterful. I mean, yes. truly, like he is performing with a cougar or jaguar. And then and there's there, women and that dressed cat as is leopards. really in the shot with him too. I was like, this oh, yeah. is dangerous. Oh, my, this whole movie is incredibly dangerous. At one point, I read uh, Nick Kylie sent me some research, and uh, the chainsaw was wired the wrong way. So, totally. like, what you do with a chainsaw in a movie is you flip the chain so it won't cut you. They had forgotten to flip it, and the guy from the hills had eyes. Like, actually, I think you gotta you gotta flip that. And they're like, "Oh, good call, thanks." So, like, so I don't know if safety was of the utmost concern because that jaguar, at a certain point, also felt like they couldn't control him because he's just standing on top of like a heater or a radiator in an apartment, and they just get like a a shot of that too. It seems like out of place in the whole rest of the song. I was like, does this guy, does the cougar live inside his locker? Well, clearly at the end, I mean, or is he putting away his emotions? His song takes, the way these, what's great is about, what I like about these is that like the songs, not, they don't just exist in the space they are in, right? He can start his song, Nature of the Beast, but then it will, like a music video, it'll cut to like him in the forest with the jet, with the cougar. A desert. You know, a desert, or a where desert. We have not or seen, a, yeah. This or that. Like it's like a music video in that sense because like the, the songs are treated like short films almost. Like they don't just limit themselves to like, okay, it's just them standing here singing the song. It's like, well, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And they go for it. And it's hilarious. This song is insane is this the only song he sings i believe so <laughs> except for the duet they sing a duet at the end uh he and uh, pia zadora but but uh, I, I think he's lip syncing that one or this one i felt oh. but maybe he's lip syncing both i don't know but there was something about it where i was like it that song just felt pure that's the one that makes the most sense yeah nature you know, um you know yeah like but now I think I'm committing emotional homicide. Leaving you alone had to be the worst thing I could do. Because look at me now running around like a fool. Yes, Ugh. that's the nature of the beast keeping up the male persona. That's the nature of the beast keeping up my status quota. That's the nature of the beast who wants to give love and affection. Oh, the nature of the beast doesn't want to end up alone. Oh, no. Don't want to be alone. Well, here's Ugh. the interest. This the, One of the song. reasons why I want to watch it again is because I want to like drill down on on, and I can't believe I'm going to say it, but the bigger story, like I know where I know it's going to be hard to find, but I do, I do think ultimately these alien men were able to teach the real life men, the real life humans, how to be uh -huh. more human. Right. And like, that's wow. You're reading into that. Okay. Yeah. I think they were, I think that was sort of the bigger story that they were, um, even though they were completely, and that's kind of an interesting commentary. Like they're complete. They don't have hearts. They don't have, they don't have emotions. They don't yeah. have emotions and they are actually able to teach them humanity. Well, let me, let me, can I just piggyback on this and say, by acting like a fool, they show the cool kids that you don't have, like, you don't have to be cool. You just have to be pure. Right. And so like their performance and the way they interact, whether it was like having that sex chip that made people attracted to them or having exploding in the diner, like they are so unaware Authentically of themselves. Yes. They're they're not embarrassed. They're, well, they're not shy. They're also inclusive. 
Like right. they're not Oof, about like making rules or this, uh, you know, like they're like, yes, Pia Zadori, you should sing with us. You should, you know, like there is, right. they're not, they, they're, they're yes ending everything. They're, they just want to, they're happy to be there. Happy they're to be invited. To, yeah. They're exactly. They're not trying to like impose anything the way that like, I think Frankie's trying to like control everything and everyone. I'm in charge. Get yeah. out of my way. Like, and I think I that, decide who sings with the band, <laughs> I <laughs> which mean, is crazy. In this small town that seems like it's, there it doesn't seem like success in this small town is going to translate into a larger Well, gig. Spielberg, the town that has like a toxic lake uh, with a with a tentacle monster. Um, I mean, this, this yeah. the town's I got mean, a lot going on. This is a on. story about toxicity, the the real sort of wow. envi- uh, environment. Yeah. Wow, toxicity, yes. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> I would, to, to your point, June, I would rewatch it just in like, I would watch it like 20 minutes at a time. Like I would just oh, yeah. pop this on oh, that's a really interesting and be idea. like, oh yeah, I'll watch three songs. Just visually and musically, this movie is insane and ve- so compelling. I might argue that this movie is better served bite size. Like, you know, yeah. it is, it is. Well, like here's what I'll quibbies? say. God, I wish Quibi was Quibi. so oh, This would be a, a Quibi. This oh, is a perfect on. movie Bring to cut up back. into a Quibi. This is a Quibi. Now, June, you said before. Uh, something about the director. You said, wow, this director had tremendous restraint, tremendous patience, right? You said that? I did say so that. Would it surprise you that this director's first movie was a Dirty Harry movie? He directed The Enforcer. That's why there was that Clint Eastwood reference. Oh, I assumed that was also because Ruth Gordon was in... Was it every which way but loose with oh, Clint Eastwood? Well, and by okay. the way, he also directed... That movie as well. Oh, this okay, guy is a legit, like, he directed The I'm Enforcer. Not, I'm not surprised. Every yeah. Which Way But Loose. Then he directed, um, uh, huh. he directed a movie with, uh, which I remember just from a kid. It's a Chuck Norris movie called Forced Vengeance. I always remember because it, it looks like he's breaking out of the uh, VHS cover box. Like his his oh, elbow is like cracking I through rem- the front. I remember that cover, but <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, funny. And, uh, and then... Follows that up with Voyage of the Rock Aliens and never makes another movie again. Uh, but he wow. was coming off of two giant hits with Clint Eastwood, like a huge Dirty Harry movie and a huge like comedy Dirty wow. Harry. Like, like, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. It, like he's not like I mean, a lot of times in these movies we talk about like, oh, well, you know, this is a guy who never directed anything. Oh, he did this. He did that. Um like this guy is coming off of a successful run of two big movies. Like what's big. what's fascinating about this this movie is that it it's got tons of characters, tons of songs, no story, no plot. The only discernible kind of emotional story that you can track is the mechanic girl and the serial killer. <laughs> And the oh chainsaw God, serial so killer. True. Like, that was the They clearest, are the only cleanest. people who have yeah. a beginning, middle, and an end where they go through a change, uh, uh, where where their lives are yeah. changed by each other. You know? Because how does it even really end? They just their their ship is wrecked at the end, and then that's it. Like they they just go home. What do you mean? Wait, like, sorry. What do you I'm mean? Tra- I'm trying to remember. Like, how does it even end now? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm even like the how end. Does the is, movie end? Yeah. Like they just go home. Like, I mean, I know that they defeat the alien, but like their ship is kind of destroyed. But they go home, right? The aliens? I'm assuming so. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not, it, their, their story isn't even very, it's not like, and that's what we learned and we're out of here. It's like, I, the fact that no, we don't remember. Basically, the, the, the end of the movie is the Pia Zadora Frankie duet. Right. And they're not, which I mean, is characters. all on green screen. Yeah. 
um, which is like, which has like, I'm just scrubbing through it right now. It's green screen with like behind them is like the sky or people on sur- uh, uh, are on windsurfing. Like it's nuts. And then, at the, then there's like a brief moment with the aliens, and then their ship just leaves the, our solar That's it. system. Um, I before we get into second opinions, I want to talk about the scene when he admits that he's an alien. I'm an alien. Well, that's okay. There's lots of English bands. What about Menudo? We'll get you a good immigration lawyer and you'll have your green card and citizenship papers in no time. No, I mean, I'm from another planet. Wow. But you know, I guess it's not surprising I'd fall for an alien. Lois Lane fell for Superman. Uh, there have been lots of mixed couples like that. There's Faye Ray and King Kong. But the fact that she's like, oh, it's mixed couples are fine. She's so open to Faye Ray and King Kong as, oh, a, yes. as, as, a, a, as a romantic couple. As a romantic couple. Like that's her. <laughs> <laughs> they made it work. They made it work. They didn't make it work. They were not in love. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, she had her um, eye on the prize. She was success. like, she yes, she was like, I've only been thinking in this like limited way of the this earthly market for music. Like there might be a whole other. Here's what here's what I'll audience. say. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna offer a different read on this movie, which right. is Pia Zadora has been traveling from planet to planet, trying oh. to be. The star trying to be the lead singer, trying to be the star. And on the Mad Max, Jermaine Jackson planet, it's like there's too much violence. The gangs can't get along. And and so she finally travels to Earth and Earth still has all of this kind of the men are fighting and the men won't let her sing or whatever. And it takes these aliens to show the men of Earth that they should let Pia Zadora sing, let her sing. Um, and boom, she does, and she's incredible. So I think the mm-hmm. movie is about her traveling from planet to planet, trying to find her spotlight or whatever, trying to find her moment. Um, and this and this is it. I don't know. I love that. <sighs> Look, it's happened again. You know, we normally come to this part of the show and we say, you know, Clearly, we have an opinion, but there are people out there with a different opinion. But honestly, we are sharing the opinions here because we think this movie is genius. It is now time for a second opinion, which is truly just our opinions. Hit the theme. Second opinion. All right, uh, these are five-star reviews, cold from Amazon. 97 reviews of this, 63% are five stars, which we agree with. Uh, And I'm going to say, we agree with these opinions. Um, This one by Kelly R. is, my life is now divided into before Votra, which is Voyager of the Rock Aliens, and after Votra. 21st century is the dreamiest, catchiest bop. The B-story romance of Alison LaPlaca's character, Diane, moved me to tears. Ruth Gordon is in this movie rarely enough that every time you see her, you go, oh, yeah, Ruth Gordon. I don't know how I went four decades without this film in my life, but I stumbled upon it at last, and I am so grateful. Five stars. And you know what? I feel the same way. Um, This one uh, from... Teasley Nielsen Kirby says, I'm only partly finished and it's difficult to swallow all at once, but I love this movie so much. A masterpiece of sorts. Five stars. It is. I agree. (laughs) And And again, like I'm scrubbing through and the fashions and the hairstyles are all perfect. Like you can't like when people try and do 80s set movies now, 
they blow it. This I, is it. Well, that's this what I'm saying. Like, the, even this weird combination of like um, new wavy kind of modern poppy colors, big bangs, like the the big t- bangs going up and going down, that whole situation. But then also fifties pompadours and all that bullshit. It like, all it's works. All represented. It, it like what I'll say too is like I know I said that thing. It's like a corporate retreat trying to make a TikTok, but there's something also about that that is so dynamic as well. Yes. Uh, now, June, here's what I'll say. This is one that you may agree with or disagree with, but I'm going to throw it out there. We've talked about it a lot. Donna Lynn Gerhard wrote this. This film ranks alongside Grease 2 as the greatest musical ever. Five stars. June, what do you think? I disagree. <laughs> But I loved this movie. But <laughs> Grease too, like like thinking about your reading of this movie, Jason, I'm like, yeah, that would have been great, but she should have ended up with a solo career. And I I, agree. I, I maintain agree. that like I, Stephanie I don't, Sinoni, I don't really think that. Yeah. yeah. I, I just uh <laughs> I just think, yeah, it doesn't compare to Grease Two, but um we don't need to compare them. Right. And and if I'm I'll be honest, like I would I'm I would be thrilled to show anybody this movie. To show somebody Grease 2 would be great, but there is a way in which I almost feel like I'd have to show them Grease, you know, mm. or something, versus I feel like I could drop this on and people would just freak out. Like, also, I think there's something wonderful about, and I don't know, maybe I'm just wrong, um, but it sounds like it was the same for you two. I've never even heard of this. This oh, is not... Uh, thank I you to our producer... Never. Avril Halley for finding this. And she talked about this movie and I, and I've been putting it off a little because, Oh, it sounds like a little bit like maybe it would, I was nervous that it would fall into that category of like, uh, okay. But I always trust Avril and my gosh, I'm so happy that we got to it when we did. I almost feel like it's a, it's a great palate cleanser to start our new year off with, uh, you know, even after oh, uh, shadow in the clouds. Uh, cause that movie also is bizarre and weird, but I'm sorry, you guys, I'm right, just yeah. right. jumping off of the zoom. Okay. Bye. And unfortunately, that was June. She has to go. Uh, she's talking to our pediatrician. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a movie I want to see in a theater with a bunch of people. Yes. It makes me excited. Like, what we should like, do. This is this this. I would want this to be like a how did this get made screening at the Alamo Draft House type when, of thing. When we get a little bit past where we are in COVID, I'm going to talk to Alamo and we are going to host this at Alma Draft House. We've I got, think we, this, this an is audience, it. An audience would fucking lose their minds over this. It's so funny. But this it, needs, it needs to so be seen. Fun. Yes. This, need, this, is, this is the movie. This is the movie. I mean, this yeah. is it. And it's like, and the fact that it's only on YouTube for free is. Uh, oh, no. I rented it on Amazon. Oh, you or did? no. I oh. watched it on Amazon. Oh, it's wow. On Amazon. Oh, okay, great. I, mean, I, I, just, even, I don't even think I had to rent it. Okay. I was going to say, I, just, I watched it on YouTube. I was like, it was great. Oh, no. That I, was watched just, like, it on, full I watched there. it on Amazon. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. interesting. Um, um, well, oh, but that's why. Well, I see. That's why. Because mine only says Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Okay. So when I saw it, it was uh, the title said Voyage oh, of the God. Rock Aliens. Uh, and then with the colon, let's dance tonight. There's so much. I'm just, again, scrubbing through. There are so many scenes we haven't talked about, and I don't even know what happens in them. We, we like, should just do another episode. Let's do another episode. Like, just rewatch it and do another episode. This almost should be our New Year's resolution. Every year we watch this oh movie and just come back to it. Like, what have we learned? <laughs> We've talked Holy about shit. doing that for our first episode. We should do that for this. Uh, well, this has been, I mean, yeah, Ooh. I'm changed. Uh, we stuff. all are. Uh, Jason... 
A lot of hundred percent recommend it. Uh, a lot of press on this new role that you got. I've known oh. about this for a while, <laughs> and I've forgotten to talk to you about it uh, and to see people's reaction to this new role. Uh, I want to maybe tell everybody uh, what, oh, what you have yes. going on. Uh, I believe you are talking about the fact that it has been announced that I will be playing the voice of Tommy Lee's penis in the. Uh, Pam and Tommy Lee Hulu series. Yes, that um, that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg and Craig Gillespie and a bunch of great people are making. Uh, and I didn't realize that that penis conversation that you are that you are yes. voicing was in a book. Like it yes, was, it it's, was... A, it's a real it's a real moment from Tommy Lee's memoir where he talks about how after he met Pam, he had to have like a talk to his penis. He had to talk to his penis because he like, and and in the book, it's like a conversation with his dick about like, I think I'm in love. And his dick is basically like being like, whoa, 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 man, are you sure? You know, it's, it's I mean, the, I, the it's it's nuts. It's pretty nuts. I, I, I will say. I am so excited uh, to see this, and uh, I mean, it's with a great cast. And man, I like. I love these stories that are also completely reinventing what I thought was something I knew about, but oh, then yeah, seeing sure. it in a completely new way. Um, I'm in this brand new uh, series that I really think is great. Ed Helms, our friend Ed Helms, and Randall Park, who you know from uh, our uh, our Face Off episode, uh, he uh, they have created a show called True Story, where they interview real people about things that have happened in their life, and then they dramatize those stories. And oh, cool! And okay. Adam Pally and I are in one about a guy who snuck into the locker room of the Steelers after they won the Super Bowl and got <laughs> on the bus to oh, funny. the... Uh, he didn't even have tickets to the Super Bowl. Pally plays that guy. I play the equipment manager. That's uh, great. It's, it, they're great stories. It's funny. It's sweet. And Ed and uh, Randall interview, and they got a great uh, cast. It's kind of like, if you like Drunk History, it... I think has some similarities without being exactly that because it is. These are the people telling their stories. They're narrating right. their it's, own it's stories. It's a first person telling the first person storytelling, not like telling some other story. Yes, and it's directed by yep. uh, the great Jordan Rubin, uh, who oh, is nice. also a friend of the show uh, and and super fun. And now, if June was here, uh, I'm sure she would tell you to check out the Jane Club. Uh, you know, there's a, a bunch of great stuff going on there. You could also be listening to the Deep Dive with her and Jessica St. Clair. Uh, get it wherever podcasts are heard. It's a great uh, show. And uh, I love listening to the two of them, even though I'm not allowed to. So every now and then people tell me uh, and then I'll I it sounds great, but I'm forbidden to listen to it. And now let me just give a big thanks to our producer, Cody Fisher, our producer, Molly Reynolds, our engineer, Devin Bryant, our uh, other movie finding producer, Avril Halley. Thank you for bringing this movie into our lives. You forever changed us once again. Uh, I don't know how you manage to do it, but you do it all the time. Make sure you check out Movie Bitches on YouTube. Nate Kylie, find and research on this movie. Hard to do. And he did it. Uh, and of course, July Diaz, making sure that this episode always sounds smooth and cool. The art is provided by the great people uh, that we have met on Instagram and Facebook. That is Zach McAleese at the Ghost of Craig T. Nelson on Instagram. And, of course, Kyle Waldron, who uh, has made all of our Facebook and now our Instagram posts uh, with all the quotes from the show. If you want to get a shirt for this episode, and the shirt is simply a beautiful silhouette of Piazzadora with that tentacle sneaking up behind her. Will it get her? Of course not. 
but now you can have it in any way you want it. Just go to tpublic.com, type in how did this get made, and you will see it probably is on sale. You can get it as a sticker. You can get it as a hoodie. You can get it as a, 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 a beer koozie. Whatever you want. And we want to hear what you have to say. So please give us a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's Paul Ask. Uh, And what you'll be doing is telling us what you thought about the movie. But if you just want to sit back, relax, and chat with uh, me about your life, uh, have a question uh, for Cody or Molly or or Devin, they'll also chime in. We'll help you out uh, in every mini episode. And we will see you next week for a mini episode And I mean, I'm just already upset because I don't know how we're going to top this for our next movie, but I'm sure Avril will find a way. Uh, Also, if you're still listening, that means you're a super fan. And that also means that you might have bought a ticket for our show in Canada, which is now being postponed. That's right. Our show in uh, JFL is being postponed because of the COVID restrictions. So uh, more on that rescheduling. Uh, Visit HDTGM.com. You will see uh, when we reannounce that. (laughs) 